0: Hey there, welcome to the Live Well, Live Simply podcast. I'm your host, Cindy Johns, and today I'm talking to my friend and fellow yoga teacher and brand new mum, Kylie Frost. Together we discuss her transition to motherhood and how she overcame the challenges. We also delve into how we can raise resilient kids and how her daughter is inspiring her to slow down and enjoy the simple things. But before we do that, let's learn a little bit about Simplify Everything magazine. Simplify Everything magazine is a digital publication that empowers you to
1: simplify your life. Created for people who want more adventure, exploration, and self-discovery. Simplify Everything magazine will inspire your self-discovery as you journey into the unknown and challenge the confines of modern life. Check it out at www.cindyjohns.net forward slash simplify everything.
0: Kylie, welcome to the Live Well, Live Simply podcast. Thank you for having me. Absolutely my pleasure. So to give our listeners a little background, Kylie and I first met three years ago at our first 200-hour yoga teacher training in Brisbane. Back then I had just returned to Brisbane from Tasmania and you had recently returned from a stint living in London. Yes, a a 10 year long stint. A 10 year long stint. (laughs) (laughs) That's a long stint. So we were both readjusting to life in the subtropics and trying to make sense of all the huge transformations we were going through with our teacher training. So, Fast forward three years and I'm still trying to navigate the transformations that yoga continues to bring. And you have had the biggest transformation of all. You've become a mum. Yes, an ongoing transition as well. <laughs> Absolutely. It just, yeah, I can imagine it never stops. So what's the biggest challenge you've faced adjusting to motherhood? Uh all of them (laughs) Um,
1: there are many there are so many and there are constant challenges and changes and you know initially you've got you're thrown in the deep end and your whole life as you knew it is gone and Mm -hmm. everything around you has changed everything inside you has changed your perspective your emotions how you feel physically and then the challenges lay ahead um so for me there was the challenge of completely losing myself but mm-hmm. the beautiful journey of also finding myself yeah and that um that was you know one of one of the biggest things uh, I think most of us uh as, as mothers you know, go through but For me, the biggest challenge um, I think is something we can all now relate to and that is the isolation, Mm -hmm. um, the social isolation of of motherhood um, or as a new Mm mum and you have that complete disconnection from yourself, your community and everything, all of your energy goes into this new life, um, which is – beautiful and scary um, and to feel like you're doing it all by yourself even if you aren't to have that mental um, that perspective that you're alone uh, in that experience at 3am when you're the only one awake with this child who won't stop screaming (laughs) Um, it's it's challenging Um, for me I didn't realize at the time that isolation is a trigger for me and it brought up a lot of other things that I had not dealt with so that that isolation became loneliness and anxiety and shame and guilt and stress Mm. and it was ultimately feeling burnt out that I I was yeah overwhelmed and I went to see my doctor about it and I I managed to get some some help and support through a, a mental health plan to to help deal with those things that came, um, you know, as a byproduct of the isolation that I had had been facing.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay. So my next question is, what practices have you put in place to help navigate navigate those challenges? I think you've touched on it a little bit there. You went to your health professional to start yeah
1: seeking help actually learning to ask for help in the first place um Mm -hmm. was a big thing for me to overcome it's not something I had ever really been taught growing up um that you know it's just that you don't ask for help you do it yourself Mm -hmm. and so that was a big thing to overcome and I'm really grateful that I, I did seek help and it helped me to put into place the practices of seeing the network of women around me and not just women, you know, my partner and his extended social group have been really helpful in mm-hmm. providing just someone to listen to when I needed to to talk to them. Um, and the practice of yeah going and having a chat with someone um, has helped me, helped, helped enormously in navigating that challenge of feeling isolated. Um, but also when I am on my own, realizing that I'm not actually alone and that I can become mindful and calm and practice stillness and have a pause uh, throughout my day to check in with myself. Mm-hmm. And just the, that, that practice of asking, how am I feeling? What do I need right now? Yeah. It has opened up windows for me um, to practice things like, self-compassion and just have taking a breath or having a quick two-minute journal in a notepad. Mm-hmm. And these are things that, you know, you, everything changes in motherhood. You, you feel like you don't have the time to practice self-care, but yeah. actually it's just those little tiny practices throughout the day that build up um, throughout and help you to
0: to overcome all these stressful situations. Yeah, right. I actually... I remember you posted on your Instagram and I will leave the link to Kylie's Instagram in the show notes. Um, You posted about just putting your hand on your heart and asking yourself, how do I feel now? And I I started doing that. I remember I started doing that. And it was like, like you said, an absolute revelation, just that asking yourself, how do I feel now? And reconnecting and giving yourself a moment to, to remember that you're important as well
1: that's absolutely true yes and you know it's something that even my mum has started doing and when I told her about just finding that pause moment mm. to place your hand on your heart because even just that that action of placing your hand on your heart reminds you that you're here you're yeah. alive you're breathing and you you know you can you are important and yeah. that is one of the biggest things that has helped me um, to realise that it's not all about everyone else and how much I have to give myself to others, that I actually do need to check in with myself and ask, am I okay? It's really powerful.
0: Yeah, it really is. And I I know women in general, um, we tend to forget (laughs) that we also need to take care of ourselves. And then when you become a mum, I've yet to speak to a mum who is not all about everybody else. So, yeah, I think, I think that is profound. The mums that are listening, pop your hand on your heart and ask yourself, how do I feel now? Do it once a day. And, and ask, what do I need? What
1: What is coming up for me? How do I need? How can I nourish myself in this moment? Because it's so easy to go, oh, well, I'll just have a coffee and I'll keep going. Yeah. But actually to have that pause moment, take a deep breath, how am I feeling? What's coming up? What do I need? And if it's, I need a hug. I just need my partner to hug me. <laughs> yeah. it's, there are you know little things that we can actually treat ourselves to throughout the day and yeah. we can, yeah, feel important, feel loved, feel nourished, feel cared for. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: And that can help us care for others. Yes, because you can't give out of an empty cup. That's right. Yeah, beautiful. So your daughter Grace is two now. That's right, isn't it? She's two? Uh, almost, a few weeks away. A few weeks away, wow. How are you instilling in her an appreciation of the simpler things in life? I think it might
1: actually be the other way around. I think it's Why? teaching me um, the, the simpler things in life um, that, you know, you spend a day looking through a child's eyes and you become so present. You slow down, you look at the leaves on the trees, you look at the ants crawling in the grass, you know, you see the clouds move, you listen to the rain fall. There are just so many moments in her day where I am in awe of how present she is naturally mm. and how how much beauty there is in in the world around her and she's so curious and she's so interested and it's that has really taught me that yeah we can just sit here and kind of do nothing but look at the clouds yeah, <laughs> it's a wow. really
0: simple pleasure oh that's beautiful that <laughs> but yeah that, that's an unexpected answer that she's actually teaching you how to how to appreciate the simple things. What a gift. Yeah. Wow. So what's been your experience of raising a toddler through a pandemic? Have you found being in isolation with your child as a new mum helpful or a hindrance or a little bit of both? Well, I I would like to say that,
1: you know, we have been very fortunate uh, throughout 2020 Mm -hmm. in the fact that we haven't been impacted nearly as much as as so many people, um, so I'm I'm very grateful for that. Um, and also, as difficult as being a new mum and experiencing that social isolation was in the beginning, it really did prepare me for what we encountered with um, the pandemic this year. And Yeah, I felt like I, I think I already knew how to cope with that ice, that isolation or being disconnected from friends and family and community. But you know, raising a toddler in these circumstances, you know, everything that you thought you were going to do, all those kinds of going to the park or going out and navigating, you know, we can't leave the house. There's so many things that we can't actually do. So you become you, you learn. Um, it has been an opportunity to learn how to do more at home with less and that has been really nice actually which was an unexpected um, outcome of Mm -hmm. of everything amidst all the chaos. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess the difficult part of it has been with my partner at home as well because he's had to um, take his studies from home he hasn't been able to leave the house and leave us in peace. Um, <laughs> um, no, it has been it has changed our family dynamic and that has brought some challenges. But at the same time, it has showed him exactly how much I do at home when, yes. with grace. So it has helped. So it has, yeah, it has been a double-edged sword. It's, it's, it's a bit of both. It's been helpful and it has been difficult. But I think at the end of it, We've learned to communicate better uh, as a family yep. um, and it has improved our communication with our friends and family because we are using technology more and mm-hmm. we are staying in touch and more connected than ever. So I think that's a real positive.
0: Yeah, beautiful. Look, I totally agree with you about the being more connected with technology and all the different ways. I speak with more people now than, in you know, all around the world than what I ever did before. So yeah. probably more people have met Grace through um, an online chat than they would have previously.
1: Yeah, and they've been able to see her changing more frequently. You know, they can see the week-to-week changes in her rather than waiting for that phone call or a catch-up, You know, months and months apart, where everything is completely different, and I think it has helped Grace to maintain those relationships. She is a lot more uh, sociable, and she's you know she picks up where she left off with most people now. It's really
0: nice to see her. She's not. She's definitely not shy. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic! That's great. And how has isolation impacted your ability to deal with the stresses of being a new mum? Well, you
1: know, as I've probably mentioned a little bit earlier that isolation um, has you know, is a trigger for me and, and it really brings up um, a, a lot of emotion for me and I feel overwhelmed. So it really has impacted my ability to deal with stress because I feel so stressed mm. so often. Mm. Um so it's like a constant it's like a yeah a constant reminder of like you need to deal with stress you need to deal with stress so I'm, maybe i'm getting better at it but i'm just having to do it a lot more often yeah, yeah. Um, i i think the isolation has been well for most of us it's a pressure cooker
0: yeah
1: and it has amplified our you know mental state or our emotional state and the mm-hmm. circumstances that we find ourselves in yeah and it can yeah challenge us more often than 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 we, than we uh, would like it to yeah. so i think it has yeah has been a huge impact um on, on on me and us as a family and probably the you know the greater community that we are finding ourselves in more stressful situations and to deal with that we have to come up with you know better strategies and that's that's yeah you know, has been a positive to
0: actually go and seek out strategies to to deal with it yeah okay that's awesome so let's talk a little about your other love which is writing you've recently yay. started yay <laughs> you <laughs> recently started a blog called the kind journal k-y-n-d tell us about your inspiration for this new venture and what was the catalyst yeah so i
1: i love words and i do love writing um i've been writing on blogs for over ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, when I became a mum, that seemed to completely stop. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, the love affair was not over. I still held it in my heart and I wanted to write. I just didn't feel like I had a reason to write. Um and I didn't know how I would fit it in around everything. So mm-hmm. I felt like I had to compromise sleep or exercise or some form of self care to yeah. to do something like writing, because it, it can take a little time um, to get the juices flowing and, mm-hmm. and get that creativity um, to get it going. Yep. So you actually approached me with, um, you know, to contribute to the digital magazine that you run, and that that really excited me, um, and it has given me so much pleasure to write purposefully again. Yeah. So thank you so much.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: it has it has been a catalyst. I actually found that I had time to, to write again and it brings me so much pleasure to do it. And I felt like this is t- this is now getting momentum. I've got this time where I can spend writing. I found it. I don't know where I found it, but because when you find something you love doing, it seems that you have all the time to do it well, suddenly. And yes. <laughs> it's like I needed your prompt almost. Uh, your, your invitation to write gave me that... Um, realization that i do have the time to do something that i i get so much joy out of so um i created the kind journal and it, yeah like you spelled out before k-y-n-d i do call it a blog but i i think it's it's a lot more than that to me because i feel like i'm giving so much of myself into it and it's founded on the practices of self-compassion and loving kindness and there will be a number of resources available and each post is created intentionally to support um, others on their journey. So there's, yeah, I've got a lot of enthusiasm for it and I'm very excited to be writing again.
0: Yeah, beautiful. I must say um, I love reading your submissions. I get all excited because Kylie sent her submission because your (laughs) writing is heartfelt. There is no... There's no pretense about it, it's just this is what you're feeling, and and it's always so empowering. There's always something that you can take from it that makes you feel better and inspires you to do better.
1: Well, thank you, they're very kind words. I feel warm and fuzzy. Um, you did. You did. <laughs> but that's that's right. I, I think writing is an art there can be an art to it and I think we do give our you know there is the opportunity to give a lot of ourselves in our writing and and that's what I try to do I, I try to do exactly what you said create an emotion and a takeaway for the reader
0: absolutely and also the the point that you made about um once you had a purpose and you decided to write you suddenly found that you had time I it, it's funny how life goes. I just this morning read a quote about when something is important it's not a matter of finding time it's a matter of making time. And I think sometimes we get these reminders that oh actually I really love this and then mm-hmm. making that time isn't a chore anymore. It isn't it like you said it's not hard to find the time because it's something that you love. It's just um finding that thing that you love and allowing yourself to enjoy it, allowing yourself that time to do it, enjoy it, and work on it.
1: Yeah, it, it becomes a practice for yourself. And I I was getting as much out of it as I felt I was giving. So it was
0: not an expense on my time or energy at all. Yeah, beautiful. So that's a, a word of advice for everyone, particularly mums out there it's not about making time. It's about. It's not about finding time. It's about making some time to do something that is for you, whatever that thing is, whether it's writing, yoga, gardening. You just have to make the time to express yourself.
1: It's, yes, it's very important.
0: Yeah. Now, this next question is a bit of a personal one. And it's something that I often think about. I should make it clear, I do not have children and I don't have a lot of children around me, but I still worry about it so much. Um, How do we shield our girls and increasingly our boys from the constant messages of you're not enough that big business heaps on them through their marketing? What strategies do you have to protect your daughter?
1: This is a really good question um, and it is an important question, I think. Um, I don't think we necessarily have to be mothers to be able to have an impact on the young people in our communities mm-hmm. to make them feel worthy um, because you're right, you know, they're being marketed to, your the perfect customer if you don't feel good about yourself because you'll buy the things that you think will make you feel good. And Mm -hmm. we don't even have to be young people to be victims of this because everyone um, is at risk of being marketed to in that way. Um, I don't don't know if you've ever seen some of um, the talks by Kristen Neff. She's kind of a self-compassion goddess. <laughs> no, what's your name uh, she, Kristen Kristen Ness. That's N E double Um she talks about the difference between self-esteem and self-compassion mm-hmm. and she has mentioned in I think it's a TED talk where from around third grade young boys tend to go on and still have quite healthy self-esteem mm-hmm. whereas girls derail and it just doesn't Well, not everyone, but like it does it doesn't improve um or it can decline in girls from around the age of eight. And it's Mm -hmm. that being told that you're not good enough really sets in, especially around body image Mm -hmm. um, and that kind of thing. So it's um probably one of the biggest things I think that's used by big business to to sell to young female consumers, um, is that concept of, you know, body image and Mm -hmm. uh not being that feeling of not being good enough Mm -hmm. so i think uh as as not just as mothers but everyone in the community is is able to lead by example um and i think it's important that we feel good about ourselves and then pass on those values to younger people so for me it is you know protecting grace um i practice self-compassion a lot and i hope that that instills in her the same values around being kind to ourselves and being kind to others and that way we would we don't feel like we don't feel like we're lacking you know we we can feel that we're not there yet or that's something that i find important so therefore i'm going to work on it Mm. or to teach her to value um to value things differently so value effort rather than the result. So you did a really good job, well done. Like you tried really hard. Um, it's not about the outcome. It doesn't matter if you did great or you failed, it's about how hard you worked and to value our common humanity, what makes us the same rather than what makes us different. Mm-hmm. So to see these things from a young age, I'm hoping, you know, I can lead by example and instill in her those beliefs
0: for time to come yeah beautiful it's such a big thing i just Hmm. all of that that constant marketing at uh at all of us you're right all of us if you don't look a certain way if you don't you know wear a certain style uh, yeah anyway (laughs) we could talk about this (laughs) for a whole hour i'm sure but there there are many perspectives (laughs) yeah absolutely But let's end it there. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and joining us for this really illuminating conversation. Thanks so much for having me. It is absolutely my pleasure. Hey, thanks so much for listening. For more information on Simplify Everything magazine, please head to cindyjohns.net slash simplifyeverything speak with you next week.